Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Before the pod starts, I just want to give a shout out to my friend Zach, who was working on a killer intro song for us. He's still working on it a little bit longer. I'm hoping by episode two, he'll have it ready. And I'm telling you, it fucking shreds. But for right now, we have the uh, very first riff that he wrote for it. So we're going to use that as a little sampler before the first episode. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hello and welcome everybody to the first ever episode of the God Hates Jags podcast, uh, the podcast where we talk and root for the worst team in the NFL, but we love them anyway. My name is Sean. I'll be one of your hosts. We also have a couple of my best friends here. Introduce yourself, guys. What's up? I'm Patrick. What's up? I'm Shimmer, lifelong Jaguar fan. Yes, we're all in our early 30s, so we have been around since the inauguration of the Jags. We have watched a lot of losing teams. Uh, We're currently watching the 2017 AFC Divisional Playoff game, us against the Jags, where we beat them 45-42. to Against the Steelers, actually. What did I say? Against the Jags. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It feels like we're playing ourselves half the time. We beat ourselves a lot of the time, but this game was a solid one. We won. Yeah. This was the last time we had hope for our team. This was probably the most excited I was as a Jags fan, probably. There's a lot of exciting times, but... Despite the terrible, the most terrible recent, uniforms. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the two-tone helmets in hindsight was a really bad idea. Uh, so yeah, so throughout the, the show, we might be, you know, getting excited about plays happening on the screen. Maybe it's something that we do in future episodes, just always watching random Jags games. I do think we should do that. I yeah. Like that. Eventually, if we get to a high enough number of podcasts, we're going to run out of wins. So we'll have to start watching losses. <laughs> yeah. Which could get really depressing. Oh, man. Um, but hopefully, we don't get to that point anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thanks for tuning in. We are going to just be talking a little bit about everything today, kind of some general stuff since it's the first episode. Uh, a couple days ago was the NFL draft. It was all virtual. We had the coronavirus going on, so it was a lot of watching Roger Goodell like slowly get drunker and like more grandpa <laughs> mode in his chair. I'm glad I'm not the only one that noticed that. Oh he, yeah, he definitely started slurring his words like further into the draft, maybe after after pick 10, 11, something like that. He, I feel like he was very nervous. I, in general, I feel like he's a he's not meant for that role of like being like the main go-to on-screen guy for the NFL. Press conferences, like sure, because he can just read off a piece of paper. Suspending players he's for me. so weed. awkward. Yeah, he's so he's awkward. Good at that. I, and th- did you guys think he was sitting like in his basement in front of a green screen? Because it really looked like a green screen behind him. <laughs> I know uh, some, some of the people they went to were sitting in front of green screen. Yes. Um, what's his name? The guy that looks like a bird. That's the NFL, the draft guy. On the ESPN. bird? He wears the glasses. He's a fucking idiot. You know what I'm talking about? Mel Kuyper? Mel Kuyper. Oh, he yeah. He like Dracula. He looks he's like a bird, hair. dude. If you watch him talk, he moves <laughs> oh, his head. Very, he turns yeah. his head around like he's a bird. But he was sitting in front of a green screen. But I thought Goodell was as well. Because when he would turn... And like fucking wave the draft card in front of the, the TV yeah. with all the fans on it that are just screaming. And he would he would, he would tell the fans, "No, get more hype." Yeah, yeah. Detroit. Yeah. It's awful. He probably had You're the Zoom like this ones. Yeah, all of the uh, you know everyone on their meetings right now they're on Zoom and you can change the background. So he probably put the nice uh, like fireplace background on setting. I really that's my best. I, I felt like he was being told like turn around and look at this X on the wall. That's where we're gonna have the screen. <laughs> that's where Joe Burrow's face yeah. would go for number one he's, overall. He's just he's well, a, he's a robot. Yeah, he yeah. is a robot. I didn't like the uh, PR move that Budweiser did. They're like. It wouldn't be the same if you didn't boo the commissioner, you know? Yeah. It was, like, clearly a marketing scheme to get you to like him. Right. Like, he's owning it. But, no, we're booing him because we don't like that him. That makes it less fun that yeah. he's, like, embracing the, it. Exactly. It took yeah. away the enjoyment I get when he is booed. It's like, like when you give someone <laughs> a shitty nickname and they start, like, telling yeah. themselves, 
Like, oh yeah, this is a it's a term of endearment. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we, I want you to not like we this. We don't <laughs> like you. That's why we do this. I mean, hats off to Bud Light for, you know, getting money for anything possible with the, the boo-a-thon, whatever it was called. Yeah. But it was kind of sad when, like, Goodell had to be the one telling the screen, hey, boo me more. Yeah. I thought it'd be more like the producers would just, like, pipe in a lot of booing, noising. What I don't get is why he does, like, all... He, he does like all the rounds in the NBA. The commissioner does the first round, and then it's just some Asian guy does the rest. <laughs> so, like, why doesn't he have an Asian guy? You know, we're not as big <laughs> in China yet, like the NBA. Well, that's true. But normally, yeah, Goodell just does the first round because it was virtual. That's why he did the whole thing. So, you know, I thought they'd still have like the how they have the players from teams like ex players introduce picks. I thought they'd still have players doing that. Yeah, from easily zoom. Yeah. I think they right. send enough cameras to all the rookies getting drafted that they like ran out of cameras to send to Scobie and MJD that yeah. would normally like introduce our third round pick. So Did many flexes from guys that were on cameras, coaches with big ass houses and uh Surprisingly, yeah. all of them had nice houses. I grew up in a very poor setting. That's not surprising. All these, They're all millionaires. But most of them, like, you know, grow up not always in the best scenario. We're talking about because, the coaches here. These oh, are, uh, okay, yeah. yeah those are also Airbnb. not the players. The yeah. players? Also the yeah, players. Yeah, the players were Airbnbs. renting Airbnbs. The coaches, yeah. Cliff Keither, did that, you see or, his house? Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's... He looked like a Bond villain. Oh, my yeah. God. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sean McVay's looked <laughs> yeah. It looked like a movie set. Yeah. Be young and a coach in the NFL. It pays off. The players probably were at their agents' houses. That's what I was thinking. I was like, some of these people have to be poor. They're like, you know, 20 going to the NFL. NFL. Not all of them have Did you famous. notice uh, Drew Rosenhaus or Haas, however you say his name, the agent that represents yeah. like, all the big time oh, players? Yeah. So it was probably two separate days. I don't remember which day it was. No, it was. I noticed this. So he was in two players' houses, like behind him, and he's clearly wanting to be on screen. He's standing up and he's acting like a goon and he's, he's <laughs> wearing his own brand t shirt. Smart. But just. Transferring COVID yeah. to Yeah, <laughs> he was at some young kid's house with his family, and then had to fly to another one to be at his house so they could get drafted on camera. Mm. But just, I, I feel like, yeah, he's probably not the only one that did that. But he's the only one that I recognize by face because, like I said, he wears his his own brand T-shirt because he's a tool. I would if I could. I used to have a shirt yeah. that said Sean on it. I lost it a long time ago. So oh, yeah, yeah. If you have a chance to hype yourself up, go for it. I did have a jacket that said Pat Rock. So, yeah. See? I that see? Yeah. Imagine you as an NFL agent. You would be wearing your own shit all of the time. Yeah. yeah 100%. Wait, yeah. Just wait for the God Hates Jags t-shirts. Yeah. So, please listen so we can make merchandise. <laughs> I will uh, gladly wear it all over town. One more point about the draft. Uh, one of my favorite things was spot the rest of the family. Like you ever notice, and every time they would zoom to a player and his family, it was like three or four of them. But then if you would look in like the other rooms, there's clearly a giant group of people that have <laughs> off camera because <laughs> they're social yeah, distancing. Right. But like it's very evident that like, there's like forty or fifty fucking people in this yeah. house. But they don't want you to show that because the NFL cares. They were told not to yeah. have that. A hundred percent. Please, we understand you'll have people. Just keep them slightly. <laughs> shove them in the bathroom. Commercial break. Let them come out. Exactly. Uh, Can I shout out some players in the draft that I really love their names? And, give me your best uh, names. You, you guys tell me what your favorite is. So I went through a list. These ones are my favorite. Some of them are pretty, you know, pretty big names that you would know. Some of them, I don't know. If you root for them, you might. I really like T. Higgins. That's just mm. fun to say. Solid. I like anyone where your name is a letter. Okay. Yeah. But with additional letters. Yeah, it's, it's a, it makes the sound of a letter, but That's you got to spell E's, it out. Yeah, extra. exactly. So uh, Grant Delpit was a good one. Just sounds like, he sounds like an accountant. Yeah. But, uh, I was going construction worker. Construction worker? Delpit Grant there? Delpit? Just Cohen, Delpit. Cohen and Delpit. Ooh, mm. all right. Mm. Uh, Cohen, Cohen, so and Delpit. He can help his fellow uh, yeah. uh, players get out of jail when inevitably yeah. they get arrested for something. Uh, this is a good one here. Prince, and I'm probably saying this wrong, Prince Tega Wanago mm-hmm. is a good one. Uh, Lloyd I have no Cushenberry. reaction to that name. No? <laughs> he sounds like an important guy. <laughs> Lloyd Cushenberry. Uh, this one's fun. Mick Telvin Agim. <laughs> Tell Smith trying to get in the draft again. Uh, McTelvin Agim? 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 What does he play? 
I have no idea. I probably should have <laughs> made a note of that. A-G-I-M. Agim, Agim. I like that one. Uh, DJ Dallas. Ooh, I, I know about him, but it's spelled D E. Yeah, he spells it out too. Oh yeah. God, so many extra layers. DJ Dallas. Miami drafted him. No, he's a he. Oh, he went to Miami. University of Miami. And the last one is a Tyler Biadas. Oh yeah, badass. Badass. That's what we're calling. Tyler Badass. Yeah. So I'm sad we missed out on badass. Those are some that stuck out to me. I love those ones. Oh, Jaguars to draft C D Lamb. Only for the reason that we would have CD and DD. Yeah, I was a little uh, sad about that. Yeah. Uh, and DJ. Yeah, we have a lot of letters. Oh, man. Yeah. And we have CJ now. Oh, we have yeah. a lot. Yeah. Before and DJ Hayden. And man. So many. Yeah. This uh, yeah. actually brings me, this is a solid segue <laughs> to, my, uh, to my theory. What's your theory? Okay. So uh, it is uh, tentatively called the Blake Bortles quarterback name theory. Which, real quick, I just got to give a shout out. Uh, we won't be uploading this today, but today we're recording it on April 28th, which is Blake Bortles' birthday. So, Blake, wherever you are, happy birthday, my friend. Happy birthday, Blake. Happy birthday, Only Blake. Only one Forever or two quarterbacks loved. to get us to the AFC Championship game. That's true. That's right. Look at him scramble right, right. now. Yeah, we got the game on. Yeah, right he now. just ran for a first down in the he game. He was always watching. good at that. He was. It was just he the throwing. He didn't give a it was just there, the throwing. That he was never the All best. Right, Shimmer, what is your Blake Bortles okay. quarterback? If theory? I were a GM, my theory is this, and it only applies to the quarterback position. All right. Okay. And it is you never draft a quarterback who has a bad name. Okay. Yes. All right. So, but there's a caveat. Just because the quarterback has a good name, it doesn't mean that he'll be a good quarterback. But if he has a bad name. He's definitely going to be a bad quarterback. I'm assuming you brought examples. Of course. So, who's going to be a bust in the NFL? Justin Herbert. Yeah, definitely. He's a terrible fucking Herbert. Does your face add to the uh, equation? No, no, no. If the face does, he's going to be the biggest bust because he just looks like He will be Blaine Gabbert 2.0. And this is where the theory originated. When the Jaguars took Blaine Gabbert, I was like, that name sounds awful. There's no way this guy is any good, right? But, for instance, right, you can have a cool name and still not be good. Joey Harrington? That sounds like a quarterback, right? I'm not but a huge he fan. was not good. Uh, yeah. that, that sounds like a backup name to me. All right. Well, Kirk Cousins, serviceable name, serviceable quarterback. <laughs> Decent name, yeah. yeah. All right, there we all are, have a cousin we like. There's a few caveats to the theory. One, uh, it only applies to white quarterbacks because pretty much if you're a black quarterback, you got a pretty cool name, right? Definitely. Like, like, yeah. Cordell Stewart's an awesome name, but yeah. he's just a decent quarterback. Deshaun Watson, that's a good name. Good name. Yeah. Warren Moon, oh, that's Moon. a great yeah. one of the best. Yeah. But and then the other caveat is you can be a good quarterback if you have a singular name. So Tua, while I can't pronounce his last name, <laughs> his could be good because if you say Tua, everybody knows who you're talking about. So this brings me. His name stands alone. Stands like, alone. You, Cam. Yeah. 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 Cam. Michael yeah. Jackson. Wait, I guess that didn't work. No, that was that was Madonna, not Madonna, right. Prince. <laughs> well, uh, applied to quarterbacks. Well, right, edit so, out the Johnnies. So, but my theory is this: if Tom Brady was born Tom Bortles, he would have been out of the NFL in two years. <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> so here's my question to the two of you: Is Gardner Minshew a good name? I'm surprised they haven't given him a gold jacket yet. That is the greatest football name. It re- is it though? He sounds like he's a monk who works in a monastery, <laughs> but also does all of the like grows all the vegetables. Gardner Minshew could be working at like the nerd department at an Apple store. And I feel you like that no name idea. could apply to anything. It's how you live up to that name because yeah, Gardner Minshew, like when he was drafted. I was like, what? That's a funny name. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he could... I, he's living up to his name, and it's so unique that now it's synonymous with, you know, being pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You know, everyone, you know, at least knows Minshew mustache. Everyone knows that. But you can make a name for yourself, you know, kind of pun intended, with that name because it's pretty unique. There's not another Gardner Minshew. And what's his dad's name? Well, so he's the second. So his dad is Gardner 
Flint Minshew. Flint. He's Gardner Flint Minshew the second. So his dad was like, fuck yeah, my name is so great. I'm naming my son this, which means I really want to find out the no, original. The Gardner. original is I the, to know is the grandfather. Yeah, why yeah. did the grandfather decide I'm naming my son Gardner? Because they said if it, if he was junior, then the, everyone in Alabama would call him Bubba for some reason. Yeah. Mm. So they wanted him to be the second and not junior, which... What the hell's going on? Doesn't matter when your name's Gardner. Uh, well, that brings me to my point. He may qualify as a singular name because if you say Gardner, right. everyone knows who you're talking about. Plus, I think I may need to add a caveat that if you have an amazing mustache, you could be a great quarterback. Oh yeah, it's you know he's <laughs> yeah. got the mustache and the George sets him on sale of you know being an individual personality. For your uh, your your theory here. This guy is definitely out of the league now. I, I, he might be coaching in like high school or Division Two or something like that. John David Booty. John David. I think he was on The Bachelor. No, that was a different one. Was he? <laughs> that yeah. was a different one. If, if we moved away from football, because I definitely don't know The Bachelor. No, that was a different Alabama quarterback. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> John David Booty. Most of those don't make in the NFL, so they probably had to go on The Bachelor, yeah. though, to be fair. Three names and you're almost guaranteed to be out. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm, too many. Yeah. Or an assassin. I would say I'm very excited uh, for the 2020 season. We have the Browns on our schedule, so we're gonna have the battle of the uh, of the job titles because we're gonna have Gardner versus Baker. So Ooh, you know, I I'm not a big. What Browns would you rather fan. be? God, you know, I, definitely I love be. the Jags, but I'd rather be a Baker. Yeah, I don't have a good green thumb, so. Ugh. I think I might make it better as a baker. I think I'd rather be a baker, yeah. Yeah. Chicks dig bakers. So, Gardner for football, Mm -hmm. but baker for real life possible. And they'll both probably have a mustache because baker copied them. Exactly, yeah. So we've gotten five caveats off of uh, (laughs) schedule, but going back to the draft... Besides Roger Goodell... Yeah, there was a draft, and besides Roger Goodell being a reptilian... With possible Zoom backgrounds. <laughs> uh, we also drafted some players. We had the biggest draft in Jags history. We drafted 12 players. That's the biggest we've ever had. Um, I know a lot leading up to the draft, pretty much everyone was definitely you know, convinced that there's no way we're going to draft 12 players. Like A lot of people thought we would use some of the picks. I to, really didn't think we were going to draft that many. Yeah, but... you know, take some picks to draft, you know, to move up some so we can get some more players in the third round or whatever. Uh, but we didn't. Dave Codwell chilled in his Codwell theater room on his virtual draft and he sat and waited and he moved up zero times and he moved down zero times. So he picked 12 players for us. Uh, I figured we can kind of talk about a few of them. I know pretty much it was a very popular opinion that we were definitely going to take two offensive players within the first couple picks because we need a lot of offensive help, especially for Gardner Minshew. Uh, so what did we do as a Jags company? We went the complete opposite way, and we drafted a whole bunch of defensive players early, uh, starting with our first pick in the first round. The ninth overall pick, we picked C.J. Henderson, cornerback from Florida. What do you guys think about the pick? Are y'all a fan? I've come to terms with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick and I were on house party together during the draft, and I was dead set on Jerry Shout Judy. Shout out to House Party if you want to sponsor us. Yeah. I don't know how that even works. Do they have... Who made them? Is it like TikTok? Is it Chinese? I thought that was the Kid and Play movie. I don't even know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, it is. <laughs> kid and Play movie. Yeah. Up until House Party 4. That kind of teetered off around the first right, so one. Here's my problem with the pick. At least right, initially. Okay. Every time outside of Fred Taylor, we draft a Florida Gator player, they are not good. Right? Very Eric true. Harvey, Taven Bryan... Uh, I'm definitely not remembering anyone else. In the Reggie moment. Nelson uh, Reggie was Nelson. good for other teams. Other teams. He never really did much for us. Dante but Fowler. Dante Fowler. He's good at throwing wine in people's pools one. or uh, lakes, but not so good at playing football for us. Yeah, he just signed like a $50 million contract for a different team. Oh, yeah. Pass rushers get paid. Here's here's why I eventually came to terms with it, right? They, they basically came out and said that this Akuda and Henderson are by far the best two cornerbacks. And then if you notice, towards the end of the round one, all these teams were reaching for other corners, right? Right. So we definitely got, and they even said that Henderson might be the best cover corner uh, in the draft. He just doesn't like to tackle, which 
Neither did Dion, so... Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with it. If you don't let him catch it to begin with, I'm cool with you not tackling him. (laughs) Right. So, which is, I mean, we're not film guys. I mean, you know, I I watch football. I kind of use my eyes to say that guy's a good player. From what I saw, I mean, I'm, I'm a Gator fan. I don't watch every single game like I do a Jaguars game. From what I saw, I mean, he's a solid football player. Is he, like, jump off the screen? Like, who is that? That guy's good? I don't know. I wouldn't say that, but that's just my eyes. I don't like I said, I'm not studying film, but he is I feel like a plug and play cornerback. And if he's not terrible, if he's a he's kind of like how they say about offensive linemen. If you don't hear about them, they're having a good game. Yeah. If he's not getting burned for touchdowns, I'm happy with the pick cuz he's filling a need for the team. And was he the the best player on the board? Probably not, but it's kind of that middle ground. We picked a good player, and he's filling a need at the same time. I think he's going to be okay. If he is okay to me, he's living up to expectations. Yeah, I'm is a- that what you want with your your ninth overall pick? You want a superstar, but you know, right now we need to build a solid team. Yeah, like I'm a very emotional person like the second he was announced i was like no end of the world i want jerry judy but by the next morning i was like yeah we don't have ramsey anymore we don't have aj boye anymore we have a huge need at cornerback and like you were saying it was pretty much like um oh what's his name oh i can't pronounce names jeffrey okuda okuda my job on this podcast is not my job will be mispronouncing every single name on this podcast just to let everyone know (laughs) Uh, so okuda matata including the name of the yeah went third overall to the lions i believe and it was pretty much like him and henderson were the top two and then like every draft person said there was like a valley difference between the third fourth fifth next cornerbacks so it kind of was the thing like if we weren't going to get him we were going to have zero help this year so it was definitely the kind of thing that at the time it was like let's go offense but we definitely need it if he can go in there as a day one starter he's the most opposite jalen ramsey player you can find who would you have wanted if we didn't take it i was jerry judy all of the way patrick yeah i would i would have liked jerry judy i would have liked uh isaiah simmons but he went right before us i was was pretty much expected by everyone i was Makai Becton. Oh, I would have liked a big offensive tackle. You can't teach Monster, right? (laughs) He's 6'7", 350, and ran faster than a lot of players in the NFL. He ran like a linebacker. Did you see him pushing a truck? No. (laughs) Right after he gets drafted, they show him working out. He's literally pushing the goddamn semi-truck. Okay, semi-truck, not like a a small truck downhill. It was a transformer, and he lifted it up with one hand. He what? picked up Optimus Prime? <laughs> no. But Makai Becton, if you're like, all right, 15 years from now, they're like, all right, now in the Hall of Fame is Makai Becton. You go, yeah, yeah that sounds yeah, right. Yeah. But I mean, s- that, that, so that kind of falls into your quarterback name theory. That's a, that's a standalone name. <laughs> yeah, right that's there. a good name. Makai Becton. Yeah. That the entire like a, offseason, a Caldwell has said like, he was really happy with the offensive line, and there's all like, is it a smoke screen? Is he not happy? But apparently he is happy. Like He didn't take anybody super early. He seems pretty content on Robinson, Norwell, Linder, Can, and uh, Taylor. So. Well, we got we got Bart. Yes. We got Bart. Yeah. I, Can I say this on on C.J. Henderson on the on the like tag that seems to be put on him that he doesn't like to tackle. He played for the Florida Gators, an SEC football team that plays against pretty solid competition. People say he doesn't like to tackle. That just feels like a lazy, like, I heard someone else say that, so I'm going to say that. If this guy didn't like to tackle on a defense for an SEC football team, he wouldn't be fucking starting for that defense. Yeah. Like, and he wouldn't be a, a first-round pick. That's just you the thing that's considered a first-round pick. Like, if you're saying that to people when they say, what do you think about C.J. Henderson, and that's the first thing you say, you're not, oh. you're not paying attention, and you're kind of taking the easy way out, I feel like. Not shitting on you, Shimmer. I'm just saying. No, if, if you're the man a good didn't tackle, quarterback, he playing defense. If you're good enough quarterback, you barely ever have to tackle. Right, because they're not throwing the ball. But that's my biggest concern, right? <laughs> is he's going to start day one, assuming we have football, and he's oh, going to be the guy, right? He's number one corner, take away this part of the field. And there's no guy Don't there. Don't sleep on my boy, Trey Herndon. 
I'm sleeping on Trey Herndon. There's a mattress, and then there's Trey Herndon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I hope he's the best, but I'm not that, you know, I'm not that excited about it. But anyways, I mean, he's going to, there's no guy there. Like, Trey Herndon is, what, second, third year? There's no one to show him the ropes. They're going to immediately put him yeah. out there, throw yeah. him in the deep end, and he's going to have to cover, well, thank God he's not going to have to cover, um, uh, what's his Hopkins. name? Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Bill O'Brien is somehow the worst GM. Yeah. yeah. But they'll probably still win the division because they always do. Sean Watson is dragging them to the division each I year. hope he doesn't resign with them. I they feel just like... picked up his fifth-year options. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, it's rare for franchise quarterbacks to, you know, not stayed. like the team will, yeah. He's staying. Like, Bill O'Brien will make a lot of bad decisions, but I don't see how you're going to get away from Watson. I would I would love that. They could franchise tag him. Yeah, they can keep tagging him for a while. Update in the uh, the game, Fournette just went down in his injury. As you might know, if you remember the game, he comes back, but it, it was a really devastating moment in my life when it happened live. Yes, this game, once again, is from three years ago. So if anyone's listening to this and freaking out, it's, it's not current at all. We're this watching was, uh, We have coronavirus, but the world hasn't fallen apart that yeah, much. We can still watch old games. This yeah. game got Blake Bortles about $40 million. God, this was Bortles' game. And then the following year, uh, the Super Bowl got Nick Foles uh, $88 million. Oh. We're really good at collecting up all the quarterbacks. Or was it this year? Yeah, this past it year, was, yeah. It was, no, this year, 2017. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one, yeah. It could this have been... This is when Foles won. We were a... Miles Jack wasn't down. $88 million from us. Yeah, we were a... Miles Jack wasn't down in the third and 18 away from the Super Bowl, which would have been Bortles versus Nick Foles, which, given our oh, 2019 yeah. season, would have been very funny and partially ironic, I feel. I saw a guy going on. at the gas station maybe yesterday wearing a Nick Foles Jaguars jersey, and I was just like... Man, <laughs> it just like struck me. Bad like, investment. This guy's got a Nick Foles Jaguars jersey. Like, I have bought one jersey in my life. It was Blake Bortles after we cut him. So I got it one on discount. Hey. And two, I'm a big fan of like, you know, I want to see the player's entire career here before investing. And it wasn't the best career he had here, but he was <laughs> such a bro. He did help us get to the AFC Championship game. And third point, he was such a bro. So I just really liked him. I bought a Jalen Ramsey jersey after he, you? after he got traded. It after was, it was uh, was it a Rams one? It was no, it was no. It was, <laughs> it was fifteen bucks. They couldn't give the shit away. Yeah, like, and it oh, was yeah. one of those like normally a hundred dollar like actual like, oh yeah legit like legit my bottles is the legit. And I was just like fuck it. Dude, I can put bottles you couldn't I find. To. I was driving from like dicks to dicks and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I love dicks that much. What were you Out doing? of contact. I was, I was just looking for dicks, man. I was going into dicks, and I was looking for Jersey. Couldn't find him. Okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So, the game's going on over here. It's 21-7 Jags. We're looking pretty good. Fournette's injured, but he'll come back. Uh, yeah. So, we have CJ Henderson, but we're not going to talk about all 12 players because that would take way too long. You don't want to listen for that much. But just kind of go down a couple of the top main guys. Uh, we have... Who wants to pronounce his name for me? Second pick that we did. Kalevon Chason. Kalevon Chason. Are you guys happy with that? Yeah. If I'm Twitter pretty sure that's how you say it. Says that's wrong. You're not okay. All right. From what I've heard, Caldwell said that he considered taking Chason at nine, where Henderson was, and could not believe that he fell to twenty and got him in the second pick. That's he, what a lot of people were saying. And if we took Chason. At nine, and if we still wanted to get a cornerback in the draft, would we have to trade up to get a cornerback? Considering that there probably would have been a run on them after us if we there was a big run, yeah, three or four. So I think it worked out. I think our first round worked out pretty good for us. But my issue with Chase on is not the the pick itself. It's that they're they. I heard listen to the draft call, and they're like. We're going to play you at linebacker. And he played end in, at LSU. And I never understood that, right? Like, if you, if you know the guy's good at rushing the passer, let's put him at a position that he doesn't play and not use his skill set. Well, right? we're definitely, like, they've already kind of started saying we're going to be switching a lot more to a 3-4 this year, which is kind of funny because less than a year ago, Todd Wash went on record saying as long as I'm here, we're a 4-3 defense. 
So that's how Jack's things work. Keep his job. Yeah, every two yeah. months things change for us, but they definitely say like we're gonna be doing a lot more three or four, so he'll be an outside linebacker. Well, so they use him like Khalil Mack when he's rushing yeah. the passer standing up. Yeah, I'm fine with that because he's athletic as hell. But like that's always been my issue with the Jaguars. They're the team that if say they drafted Lamar Jackson, they're like, All right, you're gonna stand in the pocket and throw. <laughs> That's yeah. what the Jaguars would do. Yeah, well, he would be terrible the... on our team, but the Ravens draft Lamar Jackson. Like we're going to build around you right. and what you're good at. And now they're yeah, now they're building their team around him because they're taking. I mean, they took a was it J.K. Dobbins? They Ooh, took that was a great pick. They yeah. took a running back because they know that they're going to be that running team. But you know, with the Jaguars, with with K. Levon Chason, with him and Josh Allen, if they're going to be that kind of like stand up like in rusher and then maybe I think doing I think putting them on the end is going to help us with Kentain playing Deshaun Watson twice a year god yeah last year the London game I just every time Watson could just run for a first down no one was in the vicinity of him so I mean Phil Rivers now that he's on the Colts I mean he's not moving around at all but he's also he's a lefty am I right I think so yeah so he's got two rushers one on each end that are going to be rushing them. And if they switch those sides, I mean, you know, you can only block so many guys. And now that we have, you know, moving down the list a little bit on our on our draft list here, but Shaq Quarterman, you know, from what I've heard, is not like, you know, the most outstanding player, but he's put him in the middle and let him... He's like Puzlesny. Exactly. He's not the yeah, fastest and all that, guy. but... But Miles Jack can rush and cover, so... The more quality players you have, this is why I'm kind of satisfied that we did go with all 12. Whether we sign all them or not, the more good players you have, the easier it is to do all these things and kind of move some people around and, you know, make make your team better. And if we want Gardner to be good, you know, some people wanted us to go all offense in the first round to help Gardner. He's got to have a good defense. So he's not coming from behind every single game. So he can play you know, with a lead and we can hold on to that lead. If we score, you know, 10 points in the first half, you know, we can hold on to that by holding the other team down, you know, keeping them the field goals, and then we can do our thing. When we were good, we had an awesome defense, a good running game, and a a quarterback that could get you 20, 25 touchdowns and, you know, less than 10 picks. And we had Telvin Smith. Yeah, Telvin Smith just scored his uh, touchdown right now. So he pulled yeah. in I'm Batman and disappeared and no one heard from <laughs> yeah, him he, again. We still never got quite official what happened. Yeah, I've, so I've always wondered. Like, I've, I've heard a lot of really bad things. A I don't lot know, of bad things. Yeah, but, but there's no, you know, no one knows. Yeah, there's no truth. I, don't I like, would just like him to come out. I would assume it's all like the same shit all the other guys are complaining about. Yeah. Coughlin, he's just like, fuck this. I don't want to do it anymore. Oh, yeah. Coughlin fucked us. But uh, so, Patrick, <laughs> are you so with, with Chase on and Henderson and uh, Devon Hamilton and Shaq Waterman? Uh, are you saying, are you predicting Saxonville 2.0 this year? I'm not predicting anything okay. because, you know, you sound like a you sound like a goon when you do that <laughs> and you kind of put your foot in your mouth. I think that I can see what they're trying to do. And if you would have asked me an hour before the draft, I would have said, we're going to fuck this up. Like, I know we're going to fuck this up. I don't think we did. I think we had a pretty solid draft. At least I can see through who we drafted and what they're saying it kind of makes sense with what's on paper here, okay? So we got, you know, Devon Hamilton. If we're going to do that 3-4, he's going to be that nose tackle. They call it something else nowadays, too. The big ugly. The big <laughs> ugly. That's what they used to call me. But he's going to be that guy, big, 300-some-odd pound. Like Marcel Darius. Just big. big yeah, pretty dude. much his replacement. I mean, take up two blocks. I don't need you to get sacked. Take up two blockers and then make that running back have to run around you. That guy can't run through you. What I liked is that if you listen to a lot of these guys' quotes after they're drafted, is they clearly targeted a specific kind of guy, and it was a locker room presence kind of, like, does not care about the glitz and the glam. They just want to win, right? Right. They want the team to win, don't care about their person. So they're obviously targeting and trying to get away from the poison that was our team for the last three years. It might still and be I think, you know, yeah, with some players. But. We've been cutting down. Like I don't think you know Caldwell went to the draft saying, I'm definitely picking 12 guys. 
But I think they were happy having more players drafted to hopefully make the roster. Because, you know, last year, uh, Cam Robinson, when he was still injured and wasn't on the roster yet, was like, there was video of him jumping up and down on chairs in the locker room. Miles Jack, there was videos of like him pushing the, you know, like nice ass $200 leather Jags chairs on the ground and stomping on it. And it's like, that's the shit that's going on in the locker room. Like these guys don't even, you know, give a fuck about us. So I think Caldwell, yeah, was definitely happy getting as many, they're kind of called like choir boys, but as many like good players that are, you know, they're going to help our team, but also have that mentality of team first and all that. Yeah. Chase on's my favorite dude. He's already been playing uh, Madden online as like as the Jags and hyping us up. He let us like pick his number on Twitter. He's gonna be number forty five. Yeah. yeah. So what number they picked? Forty five. Yeah. He gave a couple options. And you what could were vote. the other options? Uh, I something. Fifty two was one of them. I voted fifty two for Daryl. Way Smith. better than forty. Yeah, but he picked forty five. Forty five is so. a fullback. Number. But I kind of like it because <laughs> now we have Josh Allen forty one and forty five. They're kind of like matching yeah. a little bit, and hopefully. They're going to be our bookends for a while. I kind of like the odd numbers on players. Yeah. Now a lot of wide receivers oh. are wearing like 11, 14. Speaking you know, of numbers, uh, CJ Henderson came out and said he will not be wearing number 20. Yeah. Which is a solid move on his mind. <laughs> Void. I think he should do that. No, but I think if he, he picked it, it's obviously because he's like trying to rile that up a little bit. I like that he just said, I don't even want anything to do with it. Yeah, just I'm my own guy. guy. Do we know what number he wore in college? He, he wore number one. Yeah, so he can't do that in NFL. Number one, it, but number one is usually given to the like the top guy. Although in college, you can have two number ones, right? An offense yeah, can be number can one switch. and defense. So, but, like, that's, like, a badge of honor for most football teams. Yeah. I would say my favorite thing about rookies on the Jags is that they're excited to be here. Because usually three years later, that's not the case. I mean, of course so they're going to say exci- that. Yeah. yeah. I'm just excited that they're like, hell yeah, let's go, Jags. So, I'm cool with that. Um, yeah, so moving down a couple of our picks real quick. Uh Ahasta LaVisca Chenault Jr., wide receiver from Colorado. Mm-hmm. Dave Cogwell pretty much said, I don't have the exact quote, but he seemed like he was one of his highest wide receivers on his board. He kind of dealt with some injuries, I know, throughout his college career. So it's just kind of the theme with a lot of our players. And with Chase on, they had, you know, some injuries. So it was kind of a lot of, like, possible draft with a lot of upside. Uh, what do you guys think about Chenault? Well, first of all, I love his name. Yeah, great name. LaVisca. <laughs> LaVisca. LaVisca. Chenault sounds like a verb. What? Yeah, you can yeah. verb him. Chenault? Yeah. What would, what would I'm you gonna do? I'm going to Chenault if out of here. Uh, yeah, guys, I got to leave this podcast early. Chenault? I'm just Chenault at me, dude. <laughs> what I, what I, when they drafted him, what really sold me on the pick is they said uh, Chenault was recruited by Alabama and LSU. And then he said, I want to go to Colorado because I want to go to a place where I can put their name on the map. All right. Ooh, Which is Colorado. pretty awesome. Yeah. Weed. That means he'd be fine here. Weed. In, in, Chenault. Yeah, he probably does like the weed. But, <laughs> but they're cool with on that. On the map. Now. So, but he'll be fine living in Jacksonville if he's willing to go to Colorado over Bama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> you can settle for Jacksonville. And that was uh, Mel Tucker? Was Mel, he the Tucker, Mel Tucker yeah. was his coach. Yeah. So yeah. former defensive coordinator. Uh, former interim head coach. Interim yeah. head he had a couple was, interim. Yeah. Who was who the interim for? Del Rio. I yeah. Believe. yeah. Was it Del Rio? Yeah. yeah. We went from Del who Rio to Malarkey. Malarkey. Yeah. So Fucking we went two and 14. Malarkey. Tell me Tucker couldn't get us more than two wins. All right. So who are who are the coaches that Shad Khan has hired? There's he, three, right? No. Just Dave Codwell. Oh, head coaches. Head coaches. Head so, coaches. yeah. So, he hired Codwell, who hired Gus Bradley. All right. So, Khan oh, was not here when we had Mularkey. That was Wayne Weaver? No. Uh, he was I right think he was. Bradley. Was? No, I think he was. No, because Khan bought the team. M- 20, we got 12. Caldwell, and then we got Bradley. I don't even think Mularkey is coaching anymore. Like, he's just... <laughs> really? <laughs> I think he retired, and he still lives here. Whether or not... Khan hired or didn't hire Malarkey. Like Malarkey like, was so bad, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Erase it from the, the record books. I, yeah. We'll say he started with Dave Caldwell. Mike Malarkey. So Caldwell got to hire Bradley, who seemed like the best thing of all time. Nicest guy ever. Sprinkles on your ice cream and all that. Uh, but yeah, but then it wasn't. He has the second worst, uh, I think, average. He's after yeah, Hugh I, Jackson. I don't, know, solid. I don't know if this is true He's or not. not. Solid. My understanding is he only has the second worst coaching record ever because uh, an owner of an NFL team oh, back yeah, in the day the made Eagles. himself the coach 
and lost more oh, than him. And he fun can't fact fire you yourself. Yeah. Could be completely wrong, but that's what I heard. This would be like <laughs> Bill O'Brien, who is, you know, the Texans GM, like, going 0-16 for the next, like, you know, 10 years to get the worst record of all time and not firing himself because he's also the GM. Well, GMs can get fired. That butt chin he has is incredible. Bill <laughs> it is. I could do a whole podcast about his butt chin. It is a very... Maybe next yeah, podcast. Next podcast will be exclusively about Bill O'Brien's butt chin. Those will be solid t-shirts, too. <laughs> just that. Especially when you play the Texans. Can you copyright a butt chin? Bill O'Brien. You just have a... God hates Jags. Well, he's a public figure. I think he butt chin. Be. Bill O'Brien <laughs> has a butt chin. If we can sweep them for like one or two years, I'm all about They always them. have our number. Yeah, I'm all about God hates Jags butt chin shirts. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving down, we signed Devon Hamilton, defensive tackle from Ohio State. Basically seems to be the big ugly guy in the middle, kind of our Marcel Darius replacement. Uh, any big thoughts on him or just, yep, he's a guy. I think he fits what we're trying to do. So yeah. I, I don't ex- I expect him to be a rotational starter. I think going down the list here to Devon Hamilton, that's probably the last of our, you're going to see a lot of them this year. Yeah, the rest of these definitely. guys, maybe Josiah Scott. I mean, you know, if he, if Trey Herndon is, just a guy, a jag. If he's just a guy, I think Josiah Scott has a pretty good chance of starting or being that nickel, you know, in every once in a while type of cornerback. But I think you're going to start seeing the rest of these guys competing for backup spots down the list here. I like the Colin Johnson pick. So do I. He's fucking huge. He's humongous. Six foot six. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> tweeted it to him. He said, you know, congrats, go Jags or whatever. So, well, yeah. Apparently he had a really great sophomore or freshman year and then had a very down year this past year. And, but you can't teach six foot six, And they yeah. don't have a red zone receiver unless you're counting Chris he, Conley. He, and no one from is. what I've yeah. seen, he goes up for the ball, too, and he lays out for him if they're overthrown. So I yeah, wish that could I mean, be a good spot. Not the fastest and all that. But if it can just be Mercedes Lutus. Just, you know, huge tall guy that we can throw to, right. a.k.a. The London only, Ravens game. He's the only tight end on Green Bay currently, by the way. Marcin. Yeah. My factoid that I, I saw on Twitter uh, yesterday or today, uh, it was like a poll of quarterbacks throwing touchdowns to first-round picks. And, like, you know, Tom Brady has, like, 100 and Peyton Manning has, like, 150 or whatever. Aaron Rodgers has only thrown one single touchdown to a first-round pick. And it is Mercedes Lewis this past year. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Good job, Mercedes Lewis, making the record books. <laughs> wow. Also, I guess he was picked by Green yeah. Bay. Yeah. I guess that means Green Bay doesn't really surround. I mean, yeah, they have you know a lot of second rounders, third rounders like Devontae Adams, but for the most part, they don't spend a lot of uh, effort uh, surrounding yeah. him with weapons. Apparently. Wow. So, but yeah, so yeah. good job, Mercedes Lewis. Always a jagged. Yeah. In my heart. Congrats. <laughs> I mean, you've got a stat that'll <laughs> right now. You're the only guy. So yeah. good for him. I would like to talk about my favorite player in the draft. Might not be starting next year or this year. Maybe next year. He kind of could be an offensive tackle, maybe offensive guard, depending on, you know, what happens in training camp and all that. But we have to talk about Ben Barch. Uh, Dave Caldwell takes a lot of players from, like, big-name schools, but he took this guy from St. John's, which I assumed was St. John's County here (laughs) in Jacksonville, but it's not. Apparently there's also a St. John's in Minnesota, so that's where he's from. Uh, But my favorite pick was Ben Barch. I would say like forty percent my favorite pick because of his name. I love Barch. It sounds just, Barch. yeah. It sounds like uh, sounds like it's from Spaceballs. Sounds like you know John Candy. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest of the percentage of why I like him is because he's just a big fat dude that looks like he could hang out with Gardner Minshew, and he makes really disgusting you know smoothies. It's kind of going around on Smoothie King. Yeah, it's kind of going around on Twitter. Uh, by the time we posted this, go check out our Twitter. We posted a video where we did the smoothie challenge. Let's get it going, trending. Blend it like Barch. It was super disgusting. I did not. I would never do that in my life. I didn't like that. Yeah, I weigh 160. (laughs) So Barch went from 250 to 310, roughly. I weigh 160, so that means I would go to what's 50 pounds. I would be like 220 pounds or something. I'm not a math major. I I would look disgusting. I'd kill for 220 pounds. <laughs> I'm about 220. <laughs> yeah. 220 okay. yeah. So I could turn into you, Patrick. Um, most of my reasoning yeah, is purely meme reasons why I like him. I, I mean, our guards are Norwell and Can, 
Norwell is highly paid, but hasn't done a lot. Hands not that great. He could easily push for the job you, this year. You gotta be all right. First of all, what you you two probably don't know is that St. John's is a, a big time basketball program, but it's actually located in New York. So it's not even the biggest college that is called St. John's. He comes from some minor school in fucking Minnesota. So you have to be completely dominant to go to this. St. John's of God knows where, and end up in the combine. Yeah, right? he was the only D three guy invited to the combine. So that is the one. Like that's why I like it. Plus, I mean, he clearly has got a personality. Yeah. Right. So like, feel good. Like a lot of times, I love the later round guys because like all the getting drafted stories, they're way more excited than the first round guys because they know they're going the first round. Like. I love a good story. I love the guys that can stick on the roster. We don't have the best roster, so they have a, you know, a pretty good chance. I'm play. guessing at least 10 make the roster out of the draft picks. At least. Maybe all 12. It. Yeah. I mean, definitely uh, Jake Luton's probably going to make the roster. I mean... It's uh, Luton. Luton. For some <laughs> reason, I want to call him Luke Jalton. <laughs> I would call him Lugie. That would be my nickname for him. I would Lugie. say Jake Luton sleeping on a futon. Dude, I'm a... F- <laughs> okay, now I'll remember that. Joshua Dobbs... I'm sitting on a futon right we now. We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is a futon. Okay. So if we party too hard, if we go too hard in the paint during the it podcast... It is now officially dubbed the Jake futon. All right. <laughs> I My background, personal, I, moved, I bought a house a few months ago. I have a uh, spare bedroom. No one stayed in it yet. But I do have a futon that folds down. No one's used it, so it's officially dubbed the Jake, Jake futon. futon. Sean's also being modest. He didn't just buy a house. Sean also recently just got married. So I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. Congratulations. My wife, Sean. thank you, is our producer, a.k.a. we're just kind of making this up as we go along. So by producer, I mean she's better at computers than I am, and she's going to hopefully edit this well. Also, she's our official pizza provider, so you might be providing yeah, she's pizza. pizza. Where is she? Where is she? That's up to Domino's. <laughs> Depending on how fast Domino's delivers to us, they may or may not be a sponsor. If they take too long, sponsorship off the table. We do not <laughs> Sorry, need Domino's. That's not true. We'll take anybody's money. I like Hungry That's Hours. That's true. <laughs> is, are they still a company? Hell yeah, they are. Yeah. Are they outside of Hungry Jacksonville? Hungry Hours, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. flavored crust. Are they outside of Jacksonville? Oh, there's Hungry Hours. Uh, Everywhere? Yeah. All right. So no matter where you listen to this podcast. They got the butter crust. Look up Hungry Howie's. Asian is where it's at. They have like 30 different flavored crusts. I haven't had them in at least 20 years. It tastes like a, uh, like a kid's birthday party, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. It does. It's like, like very decent at best pizza. It feels like that shouldn't eat that pizza now. It feels dirty yeah. eating that pizza. No, I have limited kids, myself kids to pizza. places I think are like, that place is probably clean, you know? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do that. Right? I'm like, you know, Chick Fil A. They seem like they're taking care of business. Yeah, they seem like they're pretty hygienic. So that's that's like the only fast food place I go to now. All right, guys, few minutes left before we wrap up our first episode of the pod. I got a couple things. You know, we wanna maybe if this takes off, get a couple segments going. I was seeing what would maybe catch on. Uh, new things might come in as you know we go along with this and get a couple. You know. Final thoughts with everybody. I have a trivia question for you guys. Do you guys want to try to uh, guess that jag with me? We're ready. We're going to guess that jag? All right. So I have been going through the uh, the history of the jags. Found a Sorry player. for that. Yeah, it's, you know, they're not all... I guess, yeah, so I'll say the first hint about this jag is it goes under the sorry jags. I guess, you know... Uh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no one that... You would you're you're going to have to narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's still a, a very large group. Uh, so this is a player that when we drafted, I remember being like, hell yeah, this guy seems cool. So I'm going to give you a couple hints, give you one hint at a time. Okay. See if you guys can guess to see who can get for it first. Uh, first clue for our first ever Guess That Jag. This Jaguar was suspended for weed. Reggie Williams. <laughs> no, but definitely true. Mm. Uh, Deji Kareem. Oh my god, I forgot about him. That was a great name. Yeah. (laughs) I remember remember him. I had a friend that went on a flight with him, sat across the row. Oh yeah? Yeah, she sent me pictures of him. Was he in first class? (sighs) Maybe? Oh, I have a good story about him. Completely unrelated, just (laughs) a quick side note. I was in in the airport one time, I was about 13 years old, and this guy gets off the airport, and it's fucking Michael Vick. When I'm in the Atlanta airport, he gets off. 
and uh, I'm a little chubby 13 year old right and I run up to him like Mike Mike can I have an autograph and he looks at me and he goes nah man <laughs> not the airport and I was like where happened? I was crushed yeah. <laughs> I was absolutely crushed but later he was doing apparently taking a connecting flight and I don't know if you remember this but they found weed hidden in like a, a water bottle on Michael Vick Hell so yeah. when I went up to him to ask for an autograph, he had that weed on him, and that's karma. Also, <laughs> the dog thing. All right, continue. Mostly the weed in the bottle. A little bit of the, the dog No, thing. if he had just signed the autograph, I bet he didn't get busted. That's all true. Right. Very also, true. if not in the airport, where else are you going to fucking yeah. run into my I mean, it seemed like a good excuse. Not time. at the airport. I guess he didn't want to create a ruckus. But I do remember my friends going... You know, he had two other guys with him, and they're like, oh, I wonder if they're players, too. I was like, no. And they're like, how do you know? I was like, they're clearly carrying Mike's bags. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in case you were wondering, Desiree Kareem was not the answer, nor was Michael Vick. I feel like we've had a few players suspended for weed. Yeah, so that was just the first one. Okay. Let's narrow it down right, a little okay. bit more. Yeah, let's narrow it down. Suspended for weed. Also, when he is a wide receiver under five foot eight. Under five foot. Under. Oh, it's Mike, um, not Mike Thomas? Yeah, one guess. Mike Thomas? Not correct. Under one of the best plays five? in Jack's history, the, uh, the Hail Mary with David Garrard, but not correct. Yeah. Clearly not still playing in the NFL. Yeah, he was. Oh. Patrick, you got a guess? I can't think of anybody under five foot eight. eight. Can, I, can I throw out a yes or no question? Sure. Is he white? No. <laughs> uh, was he a first round pick? No. Ah, then not. That was Coke. He was also wasn't a seventh round pick. <laughs> <you're> talking about <laughs> he wasn't that like that orange was Coke. Have a long history. Give me another clue. All right, my next clue and final clue. So get it right. His first name is also a name in a popular Jim Carrey movie. Like the character's name in Jim Carrey? Yeah, the character's name in the movie shares the same name as this wide receiver. Yes. Not yes, man. Uh, (laughs) Yes is not a name. Uh, Yeah, is it Dick? Uh, (laughs) One of his most famous movies. Ace. Oh, Ace is the one from South Carolina. Oh, who was Ace Sanders? Ace Sanders. Yeah, what happened to him? He got suspended for 10 games for weed, and I don't think we ever uh, let him play again for us, and then no other team really signed him. And he apparently did not make much of an impression on us because we didn't remember anything about him. But I liked him. He was really short and fast and swifty, so I was excited about that. I did use him as a kick returner. Yeah, he was kind of like that guy. He did have, I remember, when he was on the team at the game, someone made one of those giant fat heads of his head and would have it at the games. So I was really excited. Like, this guy's got a super fan. Hell yeah. Good job, Lee <laughs> yeah. Sanders. That was, that was his mom. mom. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> All right. So this guy is what I'm calling philosopher or angry Uh-oh. jag player on Twitter. I'm going to give you a quote, and you have to guess if this is an angry jag player on Twitter, and this episode will be Yannick Ngakwe, or if it is a famous philosopher. And philosophers can come in all different, you know, timelines of the of the universe. Timelines of the universe. <laughs> so they don't have to be from like you know. Philosophical. What I'm saying. Stairway to nowhere. What I'm saying is they don't all have to be Plato or something. Okay, let's hear it. All right. The first quote is as follows: No man's knowledge here can go beyond his experience. Ooh. Is that an angry Twitter user? Yannick Ngakwe, or is it a philosopher? Can I hear it one more time? No man's knowledge here can go beyond his experience. Wow, that's a tough one. This segment is sponsored by Yannick Ngakwe's Twitter. It's very fun to look at. For the sake of the segment, I'm going to say that was Yann. I'll go philosopher then. I'll even say who he's directing that. Who is he directing it at? Uh, To Tony Khan. Tony Khan. To Tony Khan. We never even got into that. And you're going philosopher? I'm just going to go, I'm going to go opposite with Patrick. Do you know any philosophers? Do you want to guess? Uh, that was, uh, <laughs> Aristotle. <laughs> that was not? <laughs> so, Shimmer is correct. It is a philosopher. It was Aristotle? No, it was no, Aristotle. No, no. 
It was a philosopher, but it was the philosopher John Locke. He was an English philosopher uh, born in 19... John Locke. Or, not 19, 1632. Uh, uh, blank Slate, John Locke. He yes. He as a blank slate. Also a very popular uh, character from the show Lost, named mm-hmm. after him, John Locke. Really? Yeah, really? I'm a huge Lost fan. I might talk about him in the pod sometimes. Uh, yeah, so that was John <laughs> Locke, the philosopher. Okay. Next quote. We are professionals at identifying weaknesses. But we are amateurs when identifying strengths. I'm gonna go with philosopher on this one. Philosopher? On um, this one, I will go unique then. We have one philosopher, one Yannick Ngakwe. That was Yannick Ngakwe. What the That's hell? That's a two for two. Roughly about 28 hours ago of the time of recording. Is that about the draft? Uh, we are professionals at identifying. We- I'm guessing it's about Jan thinking he's worth more than you know Dave what Coggle he thinks he's worth. We are professionals at identifying weaknesses, but amateurs to identifying strengths. Because pretty much the big standoff seems to be Jan wants X amount and he wants to be respected, but we're kind of like, hey, you're not great against the run. This is what we can pay you. So I'm guessing that's generally what... Also, he's a football player. I don't know how much he went to school. He just kind of types stuff. I don't know if he knows what this stuff even means. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, uh, that's a pretty well-structured thought. I agree. Put out yeah. There. Oh, wait, I have no idea if he... He could be a philosopher. Yeah. I mean, football you know, thing doesn't work out. A couple hundred years down the line. <laughs> Anyone can be a philosopher, Ooh. so, yeah. Uh, next one. Stay out of my shoes if you're not walking in them. Ooh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Let's see. Stay out of my shoes if you're not walking. I really just liked that. That was I. I was scrolling around looking for quotes. I'm gonna go unique again. I'm gonna say unique as well. That was unique. Okay. Mm. Back on January fourteenth. Stay out of my shoes if you're not walking in them. That's like the you know. That's all it said. That was during the playoffs, so I don't know what that really is even supposed to be about. Maybe he was already mad at us. Not really sure, but that was kind of during playoff season, so. You know, I feel like uh, a lot of philosophers probably wore sandals. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stay out of True. them. True. Yeah. Cleats and sandals are the footwear right. of the wise. You got one and more? I got two last ones. Um, I, I haven't missed one yet. This is it. <laughs> You're on? All right. This is it. Yeah, keep track of your own scores. <laughs> uh, the next one, second to last. I love being famous. It's phenomenal. That was young. For sure. I'm going to go philosopher. <laughs> it was philosopher. <laughs> what the fuck? Like I said, I picked philosophers across the entire timeline of the universe. What philosopher is that? Bieber? This is one of my favorites. <laughs> Does that count as a philosopher? <laughs> Not Justin Bieber. Does he have a book published? Uh, this is one of my favorite philosophers, Mr. Dave Chappelle. Oh. All right. All right. I'll accept I mean, it. Yeah, I would say he's a, a philosopher of our times. We could do good. we could do celebrity. He does spoken words. So yeah. Next time. All right, and the very last one. Oh, there's one more. Yeah, we'll see how much of a dead giveaway this is. I quote: "The Jaguars are oh god, I bur- I butchered our own uh, team name. Well, yeah. this is unique. But. <laughs> the Jaguars are aware I no longer have interest in signing a long." <laughs> And signing a long-term contract in Jacksonville. Is that Dave Chappelle? <laughs> Could be. Any guesses, gentlemen? Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Dante Fowler. <laughs> I'm going to say you both got it right because it was a trick question. That direct quote I got from Yon's Twitter. But I'm pretty sure that applies to a lot of the people that mm-hmm. have been on our team. I feel team. like that should be like, which Jaguars yeah. said this. At this yeah. point, that could just be like, you know, in the, the locker rooms, in the weight rooms, they have like motivational quotes. Like, Man. you could take off, like, let's get better every day. They could just put on, like, I'm not playing for you anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> Public. Yeah, so I think this is uh, part of Patrick's segment. What was it called? The other shit mothership. All right, mm. so we're going to have the other shit mothership, where we just kind of shoot the shit for a second. The other shit mothership. So what's going on in our lives? Let's give some uh, some TV recommendations a little bit with what you're you're doing during coronavirus. Uh, well, I mean, that's you know pretty much all there is to do, which is Netflix. But right now, I'm on uh, The Last Kingdom. What is that? I have no idea what that is. Uh, it centers around uh, early... England, uh, 
actually before they became England and the Vikings. Ooh, and is this during 1632 and John Locke was born? Uh, probably have no idea about <laughs> history, but I know that it centers around Uhtred, son of Uhtred, who is the main protagonist. And it is an awesome show, and I highly recommend it. Fourth season just came out. I think you would enjoy it. On Netflix? On Netflix. What's that guy's name again? Uhtred, son of Uhtred. Was he a six-round pick of ours? He possibly. He could be. Back, uh, back when we had what Shaq Smith. Yes. <laughs> I uh, I watched the first season of True Detective. Finally, it was Ooh. intense. I've still not watched it. It was intense. Uh, I just watched. I feel like wow, I'm, I've got a theme here. I just watched uh, Waco on Netflix, but I'm not just watching crime stuff. I also finally started watching Parks and Recreations. So. Oh, fantastic. And McMillions, which is hilarious because I need to watch that one. Basically based in Jacksonville. So if you haven't seen that, check it out. What? Give me a brief recap of McMillions because I love really? Jacksonville. You haven't heard of McMillions? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. So the McDonald's Monopoly game. Uh, Sold. And you know, I'm only a couple episodes in, so bear with me here. The McDonald's Monopoly game where you pull the, the things off fry boxes and cups. Is that still a thing? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know the last time I've been to McDonald's. Unless they want to sponsor us, I'll go there all the time. Um, so, apparently, the same family won for, like, years. And the family's from Jacksonville. And it was cousins, uncles, wives, like, everyone in the same family. And finally, someone caught on to this. This FBI agent that was based in Jacksonville that was extremely bored with his job just started noticing this. And it seems like the family was in on it with someone that worked for the media corporation that did all the advertising for McDonald's. But it's very, very Jacksonville. So, So yeah, yeah, I watch it. And, yeah, apparently there's an FBI headquarters in Jacksonville. Yeah. So, you know, be on the lookout for that as well. They talk about how, like, that nothing happens at yeah, that's what? Yeah. I also didn't know that's that. That's what the guy was yeah. like. He's nothing like, ever so happens, and this is, like, the only time anything has ever happened at the FBI headquarters in Jacksonville. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't know we had the FBI. Apparently have, uh, the guy tackles somebody on the beach. He does. <laughs> he, he tackles somebody. Like he tackles. So they're trying to... They're trying to get some information from this guy that won like the one million dollars, and they're he's like, yeah, I was at the beach and I found my my winning you know ticket or whatever. So they went to the beach. The FBI went undercover as a film crew with this guy to the beach to film like a commercial, like a publisher's clearinghouse, like you you hold the big check. And so he was standing on the beach, and they're filming this fake commercial. As FBI agents undercover, and then some surf bum runs up and steals the giant check because he thinks he can go cash it. You know, the giant, like, (laughs) banner checks. He's like, I just saw all the zeros and thought I would take that shit. And so the FBI agent, undercover as a film director for this fake commercial, chases the guy down and tackles him on Jack's Beach. So... Now that I feel like I regretted watching Joe Exotic, I should have just been watching this the whole time. This sounds everybody's way more crazy. That, though, and, so yeah, everybody's yeah. watched it. Sounds Exotic. way more crazy and exhilarating. Yeah, so I'll by definitely. Way, that should be uh, that should be Joe Burrow's nickname. Ooh, Joe Exotic. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. The Tiger King. Yeah. Bengals. We'll, we'll hit you up on the social media. We'll let you know. Gardner already had his. Uh, he had the Jaguar King instead. Mm. If you didn't see that picture, so we're getting in on on the train of all the Joe Exotic stuff and everything like that. But yeah, I'll definitely check out McMillions. Check it out. Uh, because my Jacksonville show, some of the stuff that I've been watching, so you said you're getting... What season of Parks and Rec are you on? I think I'm still on the first. I don't know. Okay. I would say... Six episodes in the yeah. first season. Well, then maybe it's the second. Right. It's also <laughs> like the quintessential... Basically, I feel like every show is like, oh, you know, watch past the first season kind of thing. That's like, goes for Parks and Rec. Uh, yeah, I'm always. I literally am rewatching Parks and Rec. Me too. Yeah, I've watched it a million times. It's put on TV oh, to do yeah. shit. It's the and best around the house show. I'm right. on season four rewatch. <laughs> I've watched it like four times. <laughs> so, because I've been very excited. Uh, so, like Parks and Rec ended five years ago, but they like filmed an episode all for their from their houses for coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna premiere in a couple days from now when this pod you know premieres it might already be out um but yeah so i'm very excited for that new episode of parks and rec so it comes out in two days yeah in two days on the 30th yeah so i'm very excited about that and uh the same guy that created parks and rec also created the good place which 
is a show kind of about people dying and being in the afterlife and going into like heaven or hell, but it's like funny, but it's like very philosophical also. But one of the characters is from Jacksonville. His name is Jason Mendoza. He's like my spirit animal. I feel like he could be on this McMillian show. Uh, so I'm always watching Good Place. I'm always watching Parks and Rec, but I've been also watching, uh, pretty much I always just rewatch shows. I never watch anything new. I also watch The Leftovers, which have you guys watched Leftovers? Yeah, I can't rewatch that. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I can watch some depressing ass <laughs> shit. It's a show about if like two percent of people just disappeared off the face of the earth and it's what? like Yeah, it's like how families deal with it. It's not like two percent? Yeah. So it's like hundred and forty million people. Um, so it's not like science fiction where it's like about, you know, where they went or it's just about how humans deal with it. I like to imagine it as like all the fans, you know, being offended and leaving as we take more games to London, as all like the, we're the leftovers, we're like hanging on to hope here. <laughs> That's my segue to yeah. to connecting this to Jack stuff. But oh, those man. are a couple of the main things I've been watching. So yeah, if, you if you've never seen it, it's a solid show. Yeah. I could never rewatch oh, the leftovers. It's my guy <laughs> that made his name is Damon Lindelof, who also made Lost, which is my favorite show. He also made Watchmen, so if you didn't watch Watchmen yet, Shimmer. Watchmen was fantastic. Oh, yeah. So if you haven't watched Watchmen, that's like a new, new Honestly, show. Honestly, every show Linda Lost ever made, I can he's watch solid. once. The man. <laughs> but I don't think I could ever solid. do it again. He's, yeah, it, he would get 10 out of 10 solids on the Gus Bradley <laughs> scale. Ooh, Gus Bradley scale, possible rating system for our pod. We'll look into I it. I like that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, do you guys have any uh, closing statements? Where's this pizza? <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> Our, our pizza producer, <laughs> a.k.a. our regular producer, a.k.a. my wife, was supposed to bring us pizza. I'm guessing Domino's is taking a long time, so therefore, they are off the sponsorship. Sorry, Domino's. You can't sponsor us anymore, but we're going to go find this pizza. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back soon. We'll talk some more. It's uh, we got a lot of off-season still ahead of us, so we'll kind of come in periodically. Got to fill that off-season dead space. Yeah. We'll break down the roster some. We'll talk about London and us sucking and the upcoming schedule. And I hear my dog barking, so I think the pizza might be here. So we're going to eat that. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you soon. This is the God Hates Jags podcast. Peace.